Segment number three of the B-List. Now, of course, SportsTime780.com is powered by MBR.org. I'm glad somebody's watching, and that's one. That's good. Okay, okay well, you can you can count me down for one, probably maybe a couple a day, roughly. So, you know, maybe two, two and a half. You can give it that. Uh, as one person uh, told me once when I asked them how they got their stream numbers, they're like, oh, we multiply it times four and a half. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, there's an average of four and a half people in every room. And I'm like, you haven't been in my room. There's like one and a cat, man. That's not really going to help you. So... Yeah, it's kind of how that does stuff the cat works. Spend a lot of money on Amazon. Yeah, it totally oh. does. Yeah, absolutely. I had to. I had to reach. I've had to change that pin multiple times because my two-year-old was able to figure it out. It was pretty wild. <laughs> you know, you, you go with Gronk's favorite number over and over and over again, and eventually they just catch on. So you know, out, yeah. what can we take away from this uh, as we look forward to the off season uh, from Celticsville? Because everything's just kind of. But in terms of the off season, what does this give them? Are they really the third best team in the league, or it, it, did that the Leonard injury kind of throw that off? I mean, it, it's kind of going to be interesting how this thing sets up for the off season based on how these playoffs have gone. Yeah, I don't know that they're the third best. In fact, I don't know that they're fourth. I, I, I would probably put Houston ahead of them as well. But the, you know, look, you went into this season trying to take a step forward. You got the number one seed. They got the number one seed in the East. They advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's the next step. Like, it, rarely do things happen like the 2008 Celtics where you throw a team together and they make this leap. And that was a team, by the way, you know, loaded with veteran guys who, had, who were ready to make that jump. They'd just been in different places. Um, this is how it normally progresses. It takes some years of, uh, um, and adding pieces. And I think that that's what's the, why Boston is set going into this offseason. You almost certainly keep the pick. You use that pick to get Markel Fultz. You make a hard run at Gordon Hayward, and that, you know, even if that doesn't work, and there's not a great free agent, you know, you don't want to spend on Paul Millsap or whoever else is out there, then you wait till 2018 and you do it again. And this team is so poised to be, look, LeBron can't be a cyborg. He's not a cyborg, I've checked. Um, He's passed medical tests at the NBA. At some point, Cleveland is going to, you know, in the next few years, there's going to be fade there. And Boston is so poised to be the next really great team in the East. I mean, yeah, Milwaukee's coming up, and there's other good teams, but they're poised to make some deep runs in the playoffs in the coming years. And I don't think it's something it, – it, it's going to require a little patience from Celtics fans, which is always hard to do when you get this close. But they're really – if they don't mess this up, they're really poised to make – to, to be a very good team for a very long time. So I guess kind of the, the concern I, I think I have is they make a run at Hayward and Hayward decides to stay in Utah. What, what do you think on that? Do you think Hayward's kind of kind of married to Utah? Do you think he's going he's gonna to hang out Quinn Snyder? Or do you think the appeal of maybe going back to Stevens and working in a system that maybe he knows and uh, w- would be something that would work for him, but he's going to take a little less money and, and kind of uproot his career? So I... It's kind of a tough. It's kind of a tough one. It, it reminds me of the Al Horford thing last year. It was kind of Al Horford or bust. And I mean, it was Al Horford, Kevin Durant or bust if they were going to be a title contender. And they only got one of two. So if they're going, you know, kind of for one guy this year, you've kind of got to put all your eggs in the Gordon Hayward basket. It's, it, it's not really. There's not a lot of Plan Bs in that situation other than stay the course and maintain it. And I, I think Celtics fans are really impatient with that. I know I am, and it's. I know the right thing to do is to do it slowly, but it just gets so agitating after a while. It's like, okay, we got it, Cavaliers, Warriors, it's cute. But you want to see some teams take a run at it. And, you know, Toronto took kind of a mini run at it, but they didn't, you know, did did they really swing for the fence or did they just try to 
say that they did. You know, I, I don't know. So it, there's no wrong way, wrong answer here, I guess. But it, I, I'd like to see. And after seeing Markel Fultz's new gun show yesterday, apparently he's been working out uh, two tickets to the gun show. <laughs> Uh, the, the future looks bright regardless, but I, I'd like to see them at least explore some options and, and see if there's something else available uh, if Hayward doesn't come here. You can certainly look at it, but I, I wouldn't give up the pick and I wouldn't give up a lot of assets to get a, a, a Jimmy Butler right now. Um, Gordon Hayward, it's really hard to predict. I, the, the sense that... What he's thinking depends on who you talk to around the league. He does like Utah. He's not a he's not necessarily a guy drawn to the bright lights in the big cities and, and that kind of. He's, he's kind of a quieter guy who's not the you know not the guy who goes and hangs out at the clubs all night. So there is some draw to to Utah, and now, like you said, they can offer the extra guaranteed year. But I think the pitch you make if you're the Celtics is a like you said, hey. You know Brad Stevens. You know this system. Um, you know this is a guy who was recruiting you when you were a five eleven nothing. You know this is a guy who believed in you before anybody else did. So there's that. But the second part of it is the pitch you were sort of making, which and we were just talking about, which is, look, at some point Cleveland, you know, it will fade. But more than that, you know, if you come in now, we got a shot at him. If you're in the West, if you stay with Utah, which is a rising team, and you've got Rudy Gobert and a really nice core. You've still got Golden State's guys are all in their prime. Like those guys are all under thirty: mm-hmm. Durant, Curry, Thompson, Draymond, all in their prime. That team, and even their youngsters team. now, Kurt. Even their youngsters yeah. now, like McCaw and Clark, and those guys. Those guys are starting yeah. to get some run, and they're going to be able to develop and kind of slide in and take those roles. So when the Iguodalas and those guys price themselves out, they're going to be replaced by the lower cost guys because they're the good. other guys are getting raises. They're going to be really good for you know right. another four years. And by the way. San Antonio is going to continue to be good. Mm-hmm. Houston is going to continue to be good with James Harden. Minnesota's on the rise. Mm-hmm. Like Minnesota's going to be very good in a few years. And if you come east, you have a better chance of, of making the finals, making the runs, getting on that big stage. and that you know, getting, if, if you want the big shoe deals, if you want some of those endorsements, it's more about where you're placed. It's not making all-star games, it's just making all-star games. It's about eventually making runs and being on that big stage at the end of the playoffs. And I think that that's, that's the pitch you make. But everything, I, I think it's kind of a toss-up. and It really depends, not even so much on the pitches, although that will matter a little, as much as where his head is at and what he really wants. And he's got some soul-searching to decide what's, the, what's important to him and what he wants to do. Do you think they bring out Tom Brady for the recruiting pitch this time, or do you think maybe they go with Edelman this time? I mean, Edelman saved the Super Bowl, so is that who you go with this yeah. time to get Hayward? I mean, that's kind of my thought. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad call. Yeah, um, hey, bring back anybody that works. I don't know, get Willie McGinnis to come back out. If you know helps. that one. That one wouldn't be too bad either. Um, that one. That wouldn't be too bad either. Honestly, we could get Ernie Adams. Maybe he could get him. I'm not really sure. Kurt Heelan, <laughs> pro. ProBasketballTalk.com, part of the NBC Sports Network and NBCSports.com. Kurt, thank you very much for some time today and for pinch hitting for Chris. I'll let you get back to it, man. Thank you. Anytime, man. Take care.